Wow, that's depressing stuff. Hey. <laughs> Your meaningless life. Our text this morning is from one of my favorite books in all of Holy Scripture. Now, anytime I say that, I kind of feel bad, right? Because I should like all of the books of the Bible the same, right? Um, but the older I get, the more I love the book of Ecclesiastes. Scholars suggest a range of images for the speaker or narrator of Ecclesiastes, a man called Kohaleth. Some recommend thinking of him as a preacher, so sometimes he's called the preacher. Others suggest he's a kind of seer. I like to think of Kohaleth as the old man who eats breakfast every morning at the local town diner. He's not one of the know-it-alls in the middle of the room, the ones who never stop talking, the ones who have a solution to every problem under the sun. No, he's the one over in the corner, quietly sipping his coffee, reading the local paper. Every now and then he smiles a knowing little smile, and if you happen to make eye contact, he might even wink at you. It's as if he's hiding something, a secret of some sort. So what is his secret? Unlike the know-it-alls, the old man knows that we cannot know the future. It's not just that he doesn't believe in crystal balls or fortune tellers. It goes well beyond that. The old man is, well, he's old. He's been around a long time. And he knows that no matter what we do, we can neither predict nor control the future. We cannot guarantee outcomes. For example, he knows that living a morally good life doesn't guarantee that bad things won't happen to us. Bad things happen to morally good people all the time. Some people go their whole lives without ever taking a sip of alcohol, only to watch helplessly as their children grow up to be alcoholics. I could give lots of other examples, but you get the idea. We can follow all the rules. We can live an exceptional moral life. And it doesn't mean that things will go well for us. The same thing holds for knowledge. The old man knows that we can spend a lifetime acquiring knowledge. We can master every discipline in the curriculum. We can read widely. We can become the most learned people on earth. And we still won't be able to predict or control the future. So too with religion. We can be the most religious people on earth. We can worship God all day long. We can love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And things may or may not go well for us. Our lives may be miserable compared with the lives of atheists and agnostics. We won't be able to control how things will go. Now, once we give up the illusion that we can predict or control the future, 
what should we do? Should we simply adopt a spirit of resignation, become Stoics? Should we become bitter, cynics, and skeptics? The old man doesn't think so, and neither do I. Ecclesiastes belongs to a type of wisdom literature that calls us to pay attention to, to enjoy, and to care deeply for the ordinary things in life. For instance, the old man tells us to enjoy our spouses. A non-canonical text in the wisdom tradition puts it this way. I think it's a beautiful line. I had to include it. Pay attention to the child whose hand you are holding. In our text this morning, the old man gives similar advice. He says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. I think that's great advice. But I also think we sometimes struggle to heed it. We especially struggle to heed it when we're worried about the future, whether it be the future of our country or the future of the world or the future of our church. When we're worried, our tendency is to forget about the old man in the corner and take our place at the know-it-all's table in the middle of the room. Before we know it, we are spending enormous amounts of time and energy on social media, spewing our opinions about what needs to happen to Donald Trump, to the healthcare system, to immigration policy, or to bishops who don't uphold the Book of Discipline. I believe Ecclesiastes has a word for us today. Stop worrying about how everything is going to play out. Stop trying to predict the future. You can't predict or control the future. Instead, pay attention to what has been given to your hand to do and do it with all your might. For some of you, it's a textbook. At this moment in your life, God is calling you to be a student. So be a student with all your might. Don't waste all of your time and energy worrying about things that you can't control anyway. For some of us, it really is the hand of a child. At this moment in our lives, God is calling us to be a parent. So be a parent with all your might. Don't waste your time and energy worrying about things that you can't control. Now, I want to ask, how many of you this morning are United Methodists? Okay, good. About two-thirds of you. That worked out well for me. Um, <laughs> I want to ask those of you who are not United Methodists to indulge me for just a moment while I speak directly to my United Methodist brothers and sisters this morning. Right now, we are deeply worried about the future of our beloved denomination. It's all we talk about. We talk about what needs to happen, about who should do what, about who should stay and who should go about whether the Way Forward Commission is a waste of time, about whether local congregations should be allowed to leave 
about what the Council of Bishops should do, and on and on and on. We worry about whether there will be a split and about what that might mean for our appointments and our pensions. If you spend a lot of time worrying about the future of the United Methodist Church this morning, the old man in Ecclesiastes has a word for you. Stop it. Stop trying to predict or control the future. Instead, spend your time caring deeply for whatever has fallen to your hand to do. If you've not been called to the Council of Bishops, then don't waste your time worrying about the bishops. If you aren't on the Way Forward Commission, don't waste your time worrying about that. Instead, ask yourself this question. What is it that God is calling me to do in this moment and in this place? And whatever it is, do it with all your might. Preach with all your might. Teach with all your might. Care for the aging and the dying with all your might. Serve the poor with all your might. Pray with all your might. Friends, the world is full of know-it-alls who spend all their time predicting the future. Whether you are a United Methodist or not, I hope you will take some time this week, maybe today, to listen to the old man in the corner. He may not look like much, but he knows a thing or two. If you choose to venture over to him, don't be surprised if he doesn't talk a lot. In fact, don't be surprised if he just looks at you with a knowing little smile and asks, what's in your hand? I invite you to think about that question while the musicians come to sing.